You're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. There is such a high voltage of the anointing on this service. And, and I tell you, such a special service this morning. It started with four service. I want to talk very quickly with us about four levels of encounter. You don't change because you attend church. You change because you have an encounter with the Lord. Nobody meets the Spirit of God and remains the same. We read first service where the Bible says that in first Samuel chapter 3, last verse, first verse says that there was no open vision and the word of God was cast. But God revealed himself to Samuel by the word of the Lord. So we read about King Saul also. They said to him that the spirit of God will come upon you and thou shalt be turned to another man. There is gradual change. Oh, I am now born again. I'm beginning to walk away from some of the bad things so I'm dropping. Fine. But there is a level, a dimension that the spirit strikes you and knocks darkness out of your soul. You see cigarettes, you can't smoke again. Not by your will, but by a superior power at work. When a lustful person can't lust again, I, we have seen a lot of this. When people, uh, when we give gap, when we allow the Holy Spirit, it can correct the fundamental flaws in your life. But there must be an encounter. When you come to church, seek for an encounter, not just to hear the word. What is going to happen at the conference is that many of you are going to have encounters with God. It will come with an experience. You can't be the same again. And it's starting from this service. See, as we are journeying towards the convention, everything is already happening. The first one I want to talk about is what is called. So I will start from, let's read um, in the book of 2 Kings chapter 2. When Elijah was about to be taken to heaven by a chariot, then he began to tell Elisha some strange instruction. Pastor Abi read that on Sunday. He said, Tari, the first place he mentioned, he said, Gilgah, for the Lord has sent me to Gilgah. And Elisha said, as the Lord liveth and your soul liveth, I'm not going to leave you. Then he said, Tari, for the Lord has sent me to Bethel, Second one. And Elisha followed him. And then he said to Jericho. And Elisha followed him. Then he said to Jordan, the fourth one. And when they got to Jordan, he said, what exactly do you want? I said something. I hope I won't take a bit of time today. I hope not. My time is showing 15 minutes more. But I hope I can keep. But if I don't, please pardon me. But I hope to, I'm trying to. First service I spoke about. So it was at Jordan that Elijah asked Elisha, so what exactly do you want? God is always, he's still asking people also, what do you want? But believe me sincerely, if there's anything Christian must understand, the root of Christianity is what is called sacrifice. If you don't know anything about sacrifice, you don't yet know things about the gospel. Christianity is built on, and I told them for service, it's not better on the side of the devil. So rise in this world, in the name of the Lord or in the name of Satan, you must be a man or a woman of sacrifice. That's how people sacrifice their children. Because sincerely, when you give up something dear to you, something dies inside you. 
And death is the way to resurrection. Are you hearing me? We showed the first service. Zacchaeus, when you have an encounter with God, it does something to you. Zacchaeus are the first level. Which one I want to talk about? So, level one, Gilgal. What is that? It is an encounter that is called Moria encounter. In Genesis 22, God said to Abraham, I've known you from chapter 15. I told you to circumcise, who did it. We have been talking together. We've done a lot. They call me my, your friend. But here, let's circumcise you and go for something deep. Give me your Isaac. Moria, the only Isaac that Abraham hoped. Love for Isaac must die in Abraham's heart. And Abraham obeyed. Now the angel responded when Abraham went and said, Now I know. Could it be that God didn't know before? There is a dimension that you are only brought into when you have visited Moria. And God will not spare anybody that walk with him of these things. Because he started with Papa God himself. For God so loved God that he gave his only begotten son. So those who are going to be godly will be required the same thing. Because there must be death before resurrection. There are dimensions of the things of the kingdom. I told them for service, the law of exchange is a very powerful law. Jesus said, if you're unfaithful in a righteous man, who will give you true riches? You don't enter true riches by praying. You enter it by exchanging mammon. In other words, anything you possess in this world that is physical is called a righteous mammon. The only good thing about them is that they can be an exchange for true riches. I get what I'm saying. True riches is that when God tells you to do it and you obey, a grace comes upon you that you don't need that thing again to function. You are above it. As soon as Zacchaeus met Christ, he said, in that Luke 19, he said, I'm going to give up for my goods to the poor. And he said, if I have cheated anybody, I will give restore fourfold. When people can't give, it's because they have not been to Moriah. That is the first level of it. Now, the Lord doesn't deal with people the same way. It might not be the first one God will start with you for. You will listen to the Rene 3. But when these four things are in place, it's like you are in Jordan and you are being asked, that, what do you want? There, there is a portal open over your life from heaven that you are functioning. You yourself know that everything happening around you is beyond you. Honestly speaking, church, this is where God hasn't been able to take a lot of Christians. That it looks as if the bogus promises in the Bible are like fake. On Wednesday, I spoke about why are you deceiving me, God? You need to get that message. So there are a great, mighty promises. Oh, God. There are mighty promises in the world. But they seem. Because many haven't been to. So I'm going to run to them, but we'll break them down another day. So Abraham was, and God said to Abraham, that now I know. That means... We have just entered another dimension today. I can now commit some things into your hand. When you see Christians who dispute and I, I feel so sorry for a lot of people. They begin to ask, what is Bill Gates? What is this one doing? Do you know them to know what they do? I tell you the truth. By the grace of God, one of the I've not done too much of that. One of the popular names, like the one there, some of you remember on the island, is a popular guy, one of the giants, came to the island and said, wanted to see me after the meeting. When he told me to come and help him pray that a board in his house should die, and he told me how he entered into all these things, 
You think people rule by just... So the right seven steps to success in the book. You read all the seven. You've read it inside that you are not yet successful. And you are still thinking that it's only seven steps. The level of occultism in the Western world. Now, people don't know. You just think people just appear. Because it is the way the Creator made life. It's more terrible on the side of that. Sacrifices. Yeah. Because a man must offer something to move. Ah, I will never forget Pastor David Ogwele. I was listening to him one day and he said, I wanted him to be here for the call, but he said he will be here later in the year. That man is a missionary and he's, he said that his spiritual father was raised by Pyotin. He was Pyotin's um, best man. When Pyotin remarried, the first wife died. So when he remarried, Pyotin was a missionary that came to Nigeria to preach Holy Ghost baptism for the first time. Pyotin was, an, was abroad. The Lord mentioned Oshun State, not even Lagos. He said, leave. Pyotin was pastoring. He was a white man. He was a white man. He was pastoring the church for years. One day, the Lord, our encounters are great. I'm going to some things. The, Jesus appeared to Pyotin and said, LT, my son, when will you start the work I've given you? When will you start serving me? Elton said, all these ones I've been doing, I've been preaching in church for years, pastoring people. You're asking me, when will I start? And Jesus said, that is your own. My assignment for you, pack your bag and go to Osho State in Nigeria. It will be where you will stay. He came to Nigeria. He never returned again till he died. The second wife in mind, they went to bring the wife to come and meet him. Now his daughter is almost 19 and she's still in Osho State. Pa Helton. He raised Pastor Debo, he raised Pastor Kubo, he raised everybody. Pa Helton. He told Pastor David, who is a spiritual father, he said, when you are tired of suffering, you will make an eternal exchange and the realm beyond will come to your head. That's a deep statement. The man sacrificed all for God. He was staying in Osho. He didn't even come to Lagos. Living among grassroots people. Those are genuine ministers. But he said, he told him, he said, when you are, when you are people don't understand some ancient issues in families Absorbed on the altar of, please hear me, sacrifice. You made confession, you said things, but you yourself know that things are not. It shows you that it's bigger than what you, how you are treating the matter. So God told Abraham that let's circumcise your heart. Let me leave that one for a while. The next one is what they call penian the counter. That's, so that's Gilgah, that is circumcision. That was the one that Abraham Moriah, that is Gilgah. The first place Elijah, Elijah went to. So I'm just equating them like that. They are not written exactly like that in the Bible. The second one is Penia. That was when Jacob, ah, many people need that in Christianity. Every promise God has given you. See, God declares the end from the beginning. That's what the Bible says. So if God says that you are going to be exceedingly great, he is speaking not to your present, but your future that is in you. Now, you have, to be, you have to go through metamorphosis to receive all that God has said. So, God appeared to Jacob and told him, I will multiply you, but you cannot receive the promise as Jacob. You have to become Israel. So, one night, he was at a place called Penel. That was the night God broke him once and for all. A cheat, a con man, but for the first time, that con, that crafty nature. You know many Christians, they are still selfish, greedy. The anger is there. You have not been to Penel. It's a place where God confronts your life. You're asking God to fix issues. He fixes you at Penel. He faces you. The guy broke his tie so that he could. Because 
All his life he's been running, so they must incapacitate him from running. So he started limping, he couldn't run anymore. And he said, unless you bless, he said, what is your name? Jacob, you are a supplanter. He was confronted with his nature. There are Christians giving to anger, manipulating Christians. Some people, no matter the promise God gives them, you are going to manipulate your way. You are used to scheming. You don't really believe God can help you, so you scheme out things yourself. You need to be to Penel. You want to take advantage of every sister, everybody? You need to be to Penel. You'll be striped. God will be sure. He will break you, and you'll become an instrument in his hand. When Jacob woke, he began to leap. And when Esau, who had gotten 400 people to kill Jacob, saw him, even Esau that was angry just came to hug him. Because if any man be in Christ, Jacob had become a new person. It was Jacob that Esau wanted to kill, but it was Israel that he saw. So he could not kill him again. There is that painful experience that Christians must go through. We will look at each one in detail. They are deep. But because of time rushing, I just want to tell you the four. You will live long, I will live long. So we are going to share. <laughs> the third one, that is about the toughest. That is Getsman Encounter. I believe that's Jericho. I spoke briefly about Jericho for service. Getsmeni. Ah. Jesus got to get his men and he nailed down. Now, Penel is in uh, 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 Genesis 32, verse 30 precisely. Mariah is in Genesis 22. Get his men, you know the story. Matthew 26. Jesus got to get his men. Ah, he looked at the cross. Even the Son of God said, Father, if it's possible. Get his men is a place where your will bows to the Father's will. You have been given permanent residence in Canada. And the Lord says, don't go. Penel, you come out crying. You love the guy. He's so handsome. He fits all your description. Yet the Holy Spirit says, that's not the person. Your will versus God's will. Somehow there's a connection between all of them. But I'm trying to separate them. Your will versus God's will. This is what you love to do. This is what God is saying you should do. This is where you want to live. This is where God is saying you should live. You know, people that I've seen people when I was in school that because somebody that they thought would ask them or did not ask them, they would get angry and leave church. Nepils. How can people be like that? When you see Christians who, because they're offended in church, start writing on Facebook, they've not been to all these places. Those who have been there, you can't be offended. You can withdraw from some people, but Jesus can never offend you. Man can offend you, you put it on man, and you, God, you cannot give up on the faith that you have on the account of what uh, uh, imperfections of men. You can't do that. Get men. You are praying, you are begging God. He will look at you and say, No, no amount of plea, no way, draw. Let me just even go there for two years. He says, No, no. These are men that Jesus can trust and call friends. It's not for everybody. It's not for every Christian. I told them, there are common things of salvation. Down to speaking in tongues and getting born again. Those ones are free. But when you want to cross, that is why there are not too many people asking the sick to get up from wheelchair and all those things. When you want to cross to certain realms, sacrifice is needed. And these are the encounters you must have. Get many. This is the way you want to go. God says, no, this way. You are crying. That was what happened to Pastor Bimbo. But you see, it is for greater glory. 
all these experiences encounter, they make something to die in you. She loved a guy when she was in the of Ibadan. And the guy fitted into everything she wanted. But God told her to. She was crying the day she went to tell that guy that it's over. But years after, she understood why. By that moment, it was painful. Have you seen Christians who are carnal, who still live anyhow? They have not had all these encounters. That's why. They have not been to. The only thing is calling them to these places, but they say no. If you have not been to Moriah, that is why when you are afraid, so God tells you, give your holy call, you are afraid. God is not interested in punishing you. And your money means nothing to him. But circumcision must take place. It is that thing that qualifies you for true riches. Where if money fails, there is something in you that can never fail. So it's like God is asking you, do you want that dimension? He puts you in a place where they announce a need. He whispers to you, not the pastor talking, but God will, but you are. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> no, no way. After the first service, the first Jeep pastor, they boy had fantastic Jeep. He was enjoying it, driving around, preaching everywhere. And God said, I want that Jeep. He said, after he finished sorrowing over the car, when he told the driver, the driver started crying. Even the driver, the guy had enjoyed the car so much, he started driving. Because your heart, what God wants to know is that, can I command anything? Don't answer that, yes, Lord. No, you have to do it practically. When it comes to car, he's done that with me about two or three times. So I know, Satan knows, Jesus knows, there is no car I can part away with. I have grown above cars. Because when I manage, you know, my wife works in a, as a bank manager. She, was, she has moved to another aspect of banking now, but she was a manager then. She, arranged, she gave me like, two, uh, like, uh, like 30% of the money, I added 40%. Altogether, we could only pay for half of the car. There is always grace on me. I just woke up to the man I'd never known before, and I told the man that, you know what, I'm going to pay half of the money now. 1.8 million, I'll pay 1 million now. Said the remaining, I'm going to pay it over three months. He looked at me, he laughed. But he ended up giving me the car and all the... Uh, Papers and everything. So I gave post date I said, don't worry. I'm a pastor. My check does not bounce. I have integrity. I said, even though I know you, you, have, you might have met pastors who do, I said, me, I have integrity. I said, so that's it. I said, if I can be, I'll bring your car back to you and I will not collect the deposit I made to punish myself, not to think beyond myself. So I told him. So he released the car. I just drove it home. I had not put plate number. And I heard the voice. He just mentioned a particular person. He said, go and give him that car. I just called my wife. She cried. I got to the person. I put my head on the steering. I said, you're alone, Willie. Kilo dinner. I was listening to David Willie one day. After doing missions around the world, that man, he said, when he comes, he said, the level of anointing on him. After going around, some people pitied him one day and they bought him a land in Oguduji area here. He was in an umbra, but they just said, ah, this pastor, you, serve, you must have something. And he went to a church one day, they needed to build a building, and the Lord said, David, my son, I want you to give that land. He said, I said, God, ah, 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 People pity me to get this one thing, and that is the only thing. God said, yeah, your Isaac. You know, the way God said it to Abraham, God even made it difficult. He could have said, give me Isaac. He said, your Isaac. Isaac. He said, the only son you have. God, don't say the only son. I already know it's my only son. Just tell me to give it to you. I'm giving. But God said that. I wanted to know that that Isaac. And he told them. He just announced that I have a land. And he gave them the papers the following day. He said, go and sell it. They, they sold within one week and they used the money to, do, to build the church. How many? It's just 
sometimes man, the beginning of it is not even wealth a grace just lands on you that you begin to function beyond any realm you've been before then what will give hundred fold of it will come back because God will never hold any man because in the first place his plan was not to punish you but to check who are you in Gethsemane Ah, it says, I don't want you in that. I don't want you to marry that person. He has money. Many sisters have failed. You know in your heart, this thing is not God's will. But see, God is not angry. Anytime any of this encounter, when you reject them, God is not angry with you, but you have defined your level. And you stay there. Gets men, gets many. He has told people before to leave city as a pastor and go to village. Get many. Something that will pay you. Yeah. I told them on Wednesday, a pastor, wonderful man from the east. Somebody built a church in Lekki. And the man and the woman are business people. They just said they had a comrade. They told her from the east, with God to build a church. In this lucky, this happened last year. Built a massive church and went to give the pastor the key. We are not pastors. God just told us we are rich. He has blessed us. We made a covenant. We're going to build a church. Take, we give it to you. The following morning, the pastor called them. When I was praying, God said no. They should give it to someone else. So people will tell God that. Don't tell me nonsense, my father. Lucky, a church building. We are not paying rent again. But God said, yes, tell them to give another pastor. It is not for you. Get him in. Jesus was sweating and the sweat was as thick as blood. But this is something that pains you. You have found your way. Everything is paid for. Now they have houses and God says no. There are three jobs. The highest one that fetches the highest and God says, no, I don't want you in the office. This is where I want you. Get him in. I'm not saying God says that every now and then. No, please. I'm just saying that at times. He just says that to you. I know a person that he said that God told him, he was working in an annoying company, that he must not go for master's, that your highest education is bachelor's and you've had it. I have an assignment for you. I don't want to in education line again. This guy, when he was in school, he was the best. I used to lecture people. See, this kind of message is not common again. So people can't press into some deep things of God because God can't trust many of us. He loves you as his son, but you have not earned that trust yet. And of course, the last one is upper room. I won't talk about that. That's where you crave for power, upper room experience, a counter. These are a counters. These are dimensions that they lift people. If you ask God, how many Christians on earth can God trust that if he makes them a billionaire, he has not made a mistake? I don't think they're up to 5%. And you can't talk him to it. He watches. He's going to come and ask you to take a step. Yes. Summer is as if when our strength and confidence is in one thing. The Lord says, okay, no. He told Abraham, I am your reward. I am your reward. There is true riches. There is something superior. There is something superior. I don't know whether I mentioned to you. Hope you know that we did not pay one naira to be on TV and to be on radio as a church. 
Everything I've shared with you today, that's what we live by. November, the Lord led me and my wife to go and see certain person. And I had an amount that staggered me to even give. And the Lord said, double it. I don't disobey the voice of the Lord. If we were to pay, how would that be? For this mercy conference, I was told that they are putting us on 26 billboards. If you put those money together, it can be less than maybe 30 million. And we are not paying one naira. Men and brethren, I am telling you there's something bigger than money. This thing that you owed, ah! <laughs> you, you, you are afraid when your heart goes to it. The Lord says so. He said, Lord, Lord, no, 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 Lord. And the Holy Spirit says, no problem. Because he said in Genesis, my spirit shall not strive with man forever. When I talked about it, there were people here that what the Lord said to you, you divided, 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 and took one ten of it. That was all he gave you. God will clap for you and he will bless you a little. But that can't give you an inheritance. Are you, <laughs> are you with me? Jesus, we love you. We worship and adore you. One day, one day, I met a particular minister. I had two million in my account, so I wrote a check of one million and gave. About 24 hours after that, the Lord said, I give the last one million as well. For me, I passed a level where it grieves me. I just said, Lord, there's no problem by that. Do you want to talk about Christians that covenant is working for in their place of work and in their business? Check, this is the route. The testimony I gave, when we were all young, before we got married, that we just left school. One of our friends that first went to buy a five, five million then will look like 20 million now. A Passat latest model, T.R. Robert, that I bought among all of us. He was designing web and he did it for a particular person. And they wanted to pay, just said, stop. This is the first time they'll be paying me 150000 which will look like maybe pay somebody pay one, one million now. He goes to Desta. He said, write the check in the name of my church and give it to them so that I will not be tem tempted to keep the money. He said, from everybody that built website for 1 million, 1.5, 1 million, 1.5. Honestly speaking, if we are slow in rising, is it God or us? That's the question. When he looks down, can he trust you? How many things, whatever the TV, the billboard, all those things, I don't think the amount we gave was up to one third of all those things. If we did it, God would have left us to start going to pay for all those things. How many things do you want to keep paying for? And when will you allow the Lord to make fundamental adjustments in your life? The anger is still there. The pride is still there. Like Jacob, when will you meet God and he will strike to the core of your nature and change you? You lie. You flow from your mind like pure water. You are born again, like tap water rather. You are born again. But anytime they confront you or something, you are going to deny it. And it has become a fundamental thing. When are you going to Penel? Where God will meet you face to face and say, your name is supplanter, but we change you today. And you rise as Israel of God, and heaven opens upon you as Israel. Then God says that it is Israel I will give tribes to, not Jacob. At what time? Or when are you going to go to Gethsemane? 
and for the first time your life goes the direction God wants it to go yeah on on well, Tuesday a missionary came to see me here I think he's going to come around for the conference they'll show the videos of this guy the way he goes to villages Islamic villages in Africa in Nigeria everywhere and he told me he went to Ilori and he told me he said he wanted to travel abroad and two men came to his room and they said we are going to kill you it was an open vision and he said to them if you kill me we will go to those villages and those people left and God said oh, that is exactly what I'm saying because I asked him 13 hours on a bike almost on daily basis I've seen him he posted the video crossing dirty water he told me when he told me i said lord i must be missing something he said death he said you must drink what they drink for them to listen to your gospel his wife is in town he said i have never had malaria or typhoid once yet we do fellowship with mosquito he said they gave me water one day i drank a part of it he said i carry gary sometimes for nine days i drink gary only three times he said as i was pouring the water into gary i saw that pot or what they call them inside and it occurred to me that I drank half of it already. He said, I just smiled and continued. That's about three years ago. No typhoid, nothing up to now. It's like a covenant of health with him. He said, Pastor, I have never been sick. He said, I come check my family. I come home from time to time. He said, but I'm a missionary. He said, I told God, don't kill me. If you don't kill me, I will go. And then he went. Because he too, God told him for years. He said, God first of all appeared to me in secondary school and said, you are going to be a missionary. He said, yes, he was happy then. But when he went to school, you know, and jobs were coming, he just told God that, mission go. And the Lord said, the same thing God did to Moses. He appeared to Moses and said, I'm going to kill you. Have you read that part of the Bible before? When God appeared to Moses and Moses finally agreed to go, there was the next chapter, Exodus 4. So God wanted to kill him because probably he didn't want to go again. <laughs> Necessities laid on me, Paul said. Warn to me if I preach not the gospel. Let people rise that God can trust and He can depend on. For many people listening to me, I know that for many people, Moria is the first thing that you have not even cleared with God. Yet you are believing God for prosperity and everything. And God is saying that when, when will this thing be? Moria. Hallelujah. Sincerely, sometimes we wish, Lord, can there be another way? When he tells us to start fasting and praying, sometimes just ask that, can there be, can there be another way? Or oh, there's no other way. This flesh is the greatest hindrance. Let me leave you with what I started with, or what I said in between. In every realm of life, sacrifice reigns supreme, everywhere. If a person joins occult, he rises by the amount of sacrifice. There are those who are sacrificing one or two children. And once they do, something comes upon them. Both God and Satan, they honor this thing. When man crosses beyond convenience to do something. It's an invitation, a pull. You pull something down from the spirit realm when this happens. It's true. Even if we check the Asian practice, why would they ask them, somebody's having a prayer, say, go and buy bull. It's an exchange. There is a way to intrude into the spirit realm. Satan turned it to all this perversion of idolatry. But the idea came from God because the first set of sacrifices were being made by Jews in the wilderness. Levites were told, bring bull, bring all of them. Moses, they were sacrificing animals. 
So God instituted this, that sacrifice is the way. There's no other thing. I hope I bless somebody this morning. Let's rise. Remember, we don't change because we come to church. We change because we have encounters. Encounters. I just remember that we did something for service. There might be somebody, though I was led to do that for service, but there might be somebody. Jesus said, in my name, they cast out demons. If you are here, I'm not talking about guesswork or you think, or because you have not gotten a job, said there's a spirit disturbing me. No. You have a particular demon troubling you. Probably it appears to you from time to time. That is not normal for a Christian. We want to deal with that spirit by the power of the Holy Spirit right now. I receive an instruction to do that for service. And some, this one I'm going to ask you to, in one minute I'll pray for all of them together. I'm going to ask you to step forward. That's the way I'm being led to do and we're going to command that spirit to leave. If you let it, a Christian cannot be possessed. The Holy Spirit dwells in your spirit. A Christian, but a Christian can be demonized. They are two different things. Demonized means that a demon occupies an aspect of your life. Most cancer cases are actually, they, they can tumor many times. Not all of them, but many times. Yes. When a person is sick and hospital are treated, treated, and not, because you can't see demons under a microscope. So sometimes, believers are oppressed by demonic spirit. That's why Christian, but I'm not talking about uh, you have a bad dream, but I'm talking about specifically you know that there is a spirit haunting over your life. You know you have probably seen the demon before in any form. Something troubles you. While we're praying for this service, that was the word that came to me. I ministered to them for service, but I want to do that again and then we get ready to share the grace. I want everybody to close. The Holy Spirit does not embarrass anybody, so please close your eyes and I beg everybody. You are not the person, you don't need to know the person. Just leave me and I will pray with the person. If you are, can you come to the front? I want to pray for you right now. In the, if you came out for service, please, in case you are here, don't come again. He came to set the captives free. Move back a little. He came to set the captives free. He came to set the captives free. He came to set the captives free. For this call, the Son of God was made manifest that he might destroy the work of Satan. Wherever this affliction is from, the relationship between you and that spirit is going to be severed right now. Macro disa iso. Those who are coming, come very quickly. I'm about to pray. Lito ruske, rashende. Even though the rest of our eyes are closed, can you raise your hand and stretch it towards them here? Maliko suzi aristola andre kadisho, balama seketeke levasio. Can I have some ushers around them? Jesus, your name is power. Can you sing for me? No other name like the name of Jesus. No other name like the name of the Lord. No other name like the name of Jesus. Jesus. Once I pray for you, just go back to your seats. Lift up your hands, all of you. The presence of God is already in this arena. Please, all those who are falling down.
In the name of Jesus Christ, I bind you, Satan. I destroy your power over these people. In the name of Jesus Christ, lose your grief and let go. They are set free. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Thank you, Jesus.
Somebody lift up your hands. Everybody just one prayer. Ask for an encounter with God. Everybody pray. Lord, especially towards the conference, but beginning from today, I look beyond coming to church, beyond knowing you, an encounter. Lord, change my life. An experience that changes me totally. Let me walk on the streets and know that the power of the Holy Spirit has worked in my life. An encounter, Lord. I seek for an encounter. Reveal yourself to me. Reveal your glory to me. Change my life. Blessed be your name. We worship you. We give you praise. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, blessed be your name. In Jesus' name. Lift up your hands and give him praise. The mighty God, and you are the glorious You are the glorious Someone be blessed today. Put your hands together. Just give praise to God. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.